Six years before Jason Bourne, there was Samantha Kane. I mean, Charlie Baltimore, a spy with amnesia in The Long Kiss Goodnight. This week, we welcome back. I'm Leslie, Matt's mother. This is Laura, Matthew's sister. I'm Matt. I'm Chad, and this is episode 109 of We Used to Talk About This at Work. All right, so um, if you have decided to skip the bonus review that I did the other day, last week, um, for Fast X, um, the schedule is going to be a little wonky this summer. Um, Right now, this episode is coming out on a Wednesday because on our proper post day Friday, we got a Little Mermaid episode coming out. Uh, We got a... uh, Transformers episode for the seventh one coming out. Um, it's it's going to be a lot of up and down stuff. A lot of running got, around during the week. Um, we listened to our YouTube commenters and I plan on doing a review, if not this week, then definitely next week, of the Lunchbox. What is that? I don't know. I haven't watched it yet. I meant, what is it? Oh, it's an Indian movie. Um, our last review of Indian movie, RRR, we had a, a lot of people suggested different movies for us to watch for future. So one of them got the most likes, like other people comment on it, like that choice. So and one of those was a lunchbox. So I plan on watching that and reviewing that, get that bonus content out for YouTube. And once it's out there, yeah, don't forget to subscribe. Yeah, we would appreciate if you haven't already, please subscribe to our YouTube. We're trying to bump engagement up on there. Um, yeah, we've been doing a lot of shorts. We did a lot of uh, YouTube shorts last week. Uh, one a day, which was tiring, but we did it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so... Um, your mother's back, and um, she always has some beef with her grandkids. So what happened this week? Uh, no beef with the grandkids. I love them so much. Uh, but I do have an announcement to make that uh, Matthew is in um, Guess what? Isaac what? is coming to the family. And who is Isaac? Isaac is going to be my new puppy. I'm getting me a sheep doodle He comes June 4th. Uh, congratulations. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm happy for you. I'm glad you was able to finally put a trigger on this. I knew eventually you was going to get one. Now, for the listeners who don't know, growing up, we always had dogs and things like that. So, um, uh, uh, this has probably been the longest drought I've seen my mother have without a dog. Uh, what made you finally put a trigger on it? Uh, well, it's the same lady that breeder that Laura got her dog from. So I signed up to get a dog a while back, but I didn't get one. So she messaged me and said that she had one uh, and she was going to let me get him at a cheaper price. So that was a sign that, hey, it must be time. So talk to Ira and it was like yes let's do it and plus our anniversary is coming up so that's going to be my anniversary 
Uh, you don't have to give me the exact number, but uh, for the listeners, approximately how much does a sheep doodle cost from a breeder? $1,400. Okay. $1,400 okay. is a good price. They can right. go up to like $2,000. Yeah. Okay. How, how do you feel? Because you know, a dog is a big responsibility. I know. Um, your sister's been telling me, remember the bad parts. Remember the bad parts. Get ready for this. Get ready for that. Let's just don't look at little Barkley. She was talking about, because she was like, well, my dog's going to sleep through the night. And I was like, uh, you forgot the puppy stages. Like, it's like having a baby. She seems to only remember the good parts about it. So how long did it take for once you got your dog Barkley? How how long did it take for him to sleep through the night? I mean, in like the first couple of days, he was literally up like every hour through the night, and you don't know if you need to take him out or he's just up because in a new place. I would say, and then you know, then it gra- just like having a baby, then it gradual every night gradually sleeps more. Then you're up every three hours. Until finally, it's like once through the night. When he finally started sleeping through the night, probably like two months. And um, you said his name is Isaac? That's the name I have now. Your sister doesn't like that name, so we'll see. Yeah, I don't like that either. I don't like that. How'd you come up with that name? I don't know. I just woke up through the night at like two weeks ago. And I said, uh, remind me when I get ready to get a dog. I like the name Isaac. And then this week, this happened. Mm. But yeah, I do like the name. Dark eyes, so. Mm. Send send me a picture. But I do like giving dogs people names. I do. I am a fan of that. Your sister doesn't like that. And why not? Because he's not a person. He's not a people. I'm with you, Laura. Like a dog should be a dog. I like your dog's name. It's a fun pun. I don't like puns, but it's fun. Matthew's okay. dog always had dog names, so it's weird all of a sudden he wants people named. Okay. No, uh, I, I, I'm i a fan of both. Like, yeah, Snowball and everything like that, but I like if you had a dog and the name was like Henry, <laughs> I think that's funny. He's not a people, but he had a birthday today, just like a first, a year old. He had a hat. He had, he had everything like a, like a person today. Lord, didn't he? Yeah, but that's a kid to do that. So I, I have a, I have a question. Were you always the type of person to be like, ah, oh, yes, we're gonna give this dog a birthday and stuff like that, or is this something new for you? For me, yeah, yeah. No, 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 not you. Oh well, she. Uh, I'll let her. Eat. No, she no. don't got the. She don't have the dog yet. She's uh. uh this is uh, this is the first one, but no, we never gave a dog a birthday. This okay. is new for Laura. my dog's birthday. And this was the first time I ever did like a, you know, we went to like a pet store and got like a happy birthday, bone cake kind of thing. And we put a party hat on. Got balloons. But a lot of that was the kids. So this is their first, we've had a dog before, but this is the first dog they got since from a baby, like, was it eight weeks old and so they're just right. and they're you know to them you celebrate birthdays so he's like a member of the family so they're like what are we doing for his birthday 
I see. I, that, that is interesting. I'm not, I mean, part of it is I'm not a big pet person, but I just find the idea of doing that interesting. Hate dogs, is that what you're saying? You know what, Laura? Yeah, <laughs> we, we, we on mic. I don't like pets, okay? You outed me. You got me. I think Chad eventually will get a pet. Because uh, Chad, as long as I've known Chad, he's always said things and eventually those things came to fruition. So even though he doesn't say he says today he doesn't like pets, who knows a year and a half from now if yeah, he who will knows get what one. that little girl's gonna make him do. Mm-hmm. But keep that lady's name on uh speed dial. So once I get back, we can all have all of our family can have ship of doodles. Oh yeah, because Mike is going crazy right now. He's because I got this dog, he wants one right now instead of wait. His plan was to get one in September, October. Well, never mind. I don't want one now. <laughs> if ever, I will say, I, I don't all of us to have a, the same dog. First, I got a dog. I got a sheep a doodle. Now everybody wants a sheep a doodle. Laura, when uh, you get your clear glasses? I'm a trendsetter who's currently living in the United States. Oh, now now it don't apply. I got my clear glasses. Then you, Mama, and Mike got clear glasses. Clean it up. I'm trying to think of another instance where I was a trendsetter. (laughs) Okay. One time I got a car that a couple months later made. Okay. (laughs) Well, that is kind of true. Once you got yours, I did ask, and then... I didn't get the exact same con. I got a bigger card than yours. <laughs> Both Chevy. Well, this is, but hey, it's not trendsetting. It's we are family. So if, if you get something that I see that I like, then either A, I'm going to take it and do it how I want to. We're supposed to do that as family. Okay. I was like the. Sorry, the, you can't pat yourself on the back. But you should be happy that you was able to get this dog and then we saw or they saw how good this dog was and how fluffy and obedient he is that we want to get on this journey too. So then when, how many times like now your mother, when she has questions, she's going to come to you. You should be happy. Um, on the topic of cars, uh, you're getting a new car. Laura, you getting a new car? Oh, you, you. you you're getting a new car, you're Mama. <laughs> oh yes, I am getting a new car. I'm getting a, a Porsche. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh. You're getting it? Or you? Um. Hold on, do you do you already have it? Do you already have it? No, no, not yet. My goal is to get it by my birthday next year. Okay. Okay. So. Okay. I'm assuming it's the SUV or is it the yeah. Cayenne? Or... Yeah. 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 The only thing I don't like about it is they only come in such bland colors. I mean, it's a Porsche. I mean, you already made a statement. I know, but really, that's all. You, that's all. You can't even get. I want. I want to get a burgundy color like the car I already have. You could. Um. You could wrap it. Yeah, I guess that's what I'm gonna have to do. Matthew, so, were you aware that your mom won the lottery? I don't. I'm not sure what's happening. I, 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 that's what I was waiting on. She said she's getting this dog. She's getting this car. I thought the next surprise she was saying, "Hey, here's a surprise trip back home." I'm just waiting for my turn. You so, said you didn't. Well, you weren't ready to come back home. 
Oh, I, I, I could come there, look at some dogs, play with Chad. <laughs> we, we have fun. What, what, what sparked on this, um, this wanting this new car specifically? Oh, I've car? always wanted this car. Okay. Yeah, I've always wanted this car. All right. So why now? Um, because I'm probably gonna retire in the next. I was hoping to retire in the next seven years, but um, we'll let Laura talk and um, but so but I'm gonna retire in the next five years, so I want my car to be paid for, and so I gotta get that car so it can be paid for. So um, I have a question for you. So is Ira? going to get the same kind of car now the reason why i asked that is as a kid growing up they always had matching sports cars they always had matching firebirds matching uh like mustangs and things like that camaros oh this will go into my song that i wrote did you listen to the song chad yes i did how'd you like that song well matt sent Matt sent me a message and it said it was a voice message. And I'm like, I know this man is not about to say he can't do the show five minutes before we supposed to record. <laughs> so like I was initially like also also through voice messages, I'll be whack. <laughs> right. So I was initially annoyed. And then I, I hit play and I'm like, this is this is a song. What what is happening here? And I'm like, and then he followed up with like, yeah, my mom told me to send this to you. I'm like, this this like y'all cousin singing. She want us to promote your cousin. I'm like, no, because your cousin needs to come on and, you know, give us the inside tips about like the music industry. But then I started listening to the lyrics and I was like, oh, OK, this is I, I saw like an Instagram ad about this where like it's a couple in a car and they're playing the radio and the uh, the husband's like, listen to the, listen to the song, listen to the song. And it was like a song he wrote about how much he loved his wife and all that stuff. And it's like, or whatever, whatever I said. But cause like it, what tipped me off to it was that um, one of the lyrics said something about my three kids. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this is about your mom. Right. So you, you had, was it got your guys, you guys' anniversary or something? Mm-hmm. So our anniversary is the 29th, but I made this song and I let the kids listen to it and they was, they had nothing. I was all excited. I couldn't hardly wait to let them know what I did and I got nothing. You didn't uh, write the song. Isn't it like AI? See, why, why are you hating on your mama, man? It's a, it's said, a very, she lo- said she wrote the song. It's I a lovely it's song. I could tell it came from the heart because it was some personal stuff in there. And I'm like, I feel that. I feel that. What are you talking about? Mm -hmm. I thought you just put like key details in and then like AI generated the song. No, I wrote the song. The girl sang the song. Right. Laura, we're about to vote you off the island. All right. (laughs) Matthew, did you know she wrote it? Honestly, I did not listen to it the first time. What? You you, you sent it to me and didn't even listen to it. No, 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 no. When she first sent it to our group chat, I did not listen to it. And then she DM'd me because it, it was weighing on her heart that we didn't say nothing. So she messaged me directly, was like, you didn't listen to this? And I was like, let me go listen to this. And then I listened to this. And then we had a back and forth and everything. <laughs> it be, Chad, it be. you know me. When, when, when these group chat stuff come out, we don't know what time. I wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning. I see some stuff. And then my mind, I'm like, I'll get back to this. And then I don't get back to this for another six hours. Then stop looking at your messages when you first wake up. 
Well, I'm one of those people where I can't have just notifications on. That irks me. Then you should respond to them. Yeah, you don't I will. people to see you read it, but you didn't. Nah, it. nah. I'll, I'll get to it. You don't. You I'll just said it. you just said you forget. Right. But no, but, I'll get to it eventually. It might be two days later as I'll be like, what was that again? Was no, I supposed to read man, something? No. Stuff be going, just be going by. And I'm like, okay, well, he didn't care. Like we put, <laughs> we got a group chat with um someone else that we both know. And they asked you a specific question of, are you okay with this? And you didn't. And I gave him a thumbs up. I gave him a thumbs up. That's not a, that's not a situation where you thumbs up. Man. Because it's, spend, it's about spending money. Right. And I said thumbs up. That's would it be different? I would have said yes. What's yes. The between a yes and a thumbs up? Thumbs up. But yes, the heart of the story is your kids, specifically Matt and Laura, are haters. <laughs> I can't I can't speak for Michael, but yes, these two that's on this podcast right now, haters. I'm in your corner. It was a lovely song. Thank you. I didn't know she wrote it. I would have maybe had a different reaction. Laura, you just got a promotion from work. Yes, Laura, tell us about it. Well, I went from, you know, being a regular worker to now a manager, Uh which is nice because the money. But it's also has its own new set of challenges. So I've had multiple conversations with Matthew because, you know, it's a different dynamic when, especially it's not like you got hired for a job and you're coming in as a new person as a manager, but when you were at the same level as everyone and like yesterday we were at the same level and now today I'm your boss kind of thing. So that just happened Wednesday. So, and already the last three days of work been a lot more stressful, a lot more emails and calls. So just trying to figure out. Elaborate, why why is it more stressful? Well, it's just, you know, because I guess more responsibility. So before I was only worried about myself. And as long as I did my work, I was fine. I didn't care what anyone else was doing. But now it's like I'm responsible for all of these people. So, you know, changing that dynamic where I have to make sure they keep up with their production, you know. Yeah, it's like you, exactly you said, being in, in management position, it's a gift and a curse. Uh, honestly, if I could have my pay and everything, but I wasn't in charge, I mean, I would that's, love that. that's what everybody wants <laughs> right but yeah chad you was the first one to tell me about these heartaches as being in charge it's a lot of politics and it's a lot of personalities you have to juggle and people come in with their own baggage in the way that they um, react to supervisors because they Maybe they had a bad experience that they don't trust anybody in leadership. And like Laura, she's a new person. I'm sure you are coming there, you know, with an open mind and not trying to be a jerk and you don't have any um, um, agendas or anything, but there are folks that are just, this person's in management. So obviously they're against me. So it's like, I'm trying to help you, but you aren't really giving me anything here. So I understand the frustrations. Like a fine line. And I'm just getting started. So I can only imagine it's probably going to get 
worse. And I already have to hire someone because I have to replace my position. So should be interesting. And already people are hitting me up like you have a spot open. And I'm like, here we go. Mm, yeah, that's a whole nother thing because you got to be um, right. You can't show favoritism. There got to be an equal playing field when you're doing interviews and things like that. EEOs and complaints and stuff could happen. Oh, yeah, that stuff too. Can't be making, can't be joking around with them. And one of the one thing my managers, my old manager who thought I took said to me for advice, he was like, I would caution being too, which I've already worked with all of these people. Like, there's no one new besides who's going to replace me. So I was at their same level and now I'm the manager. But he's like, I would caution being too friendly with people. Yep. He said, yep. it's hard to not necessarily on your end to discipline a friend, even if it's a work friend. But he's like, in his experience, like if you're friendly with someone and then when it comes to work, you try to put that aside for any issue, like something serious or disciplinary, then he's like, they take that to heart. Cause you know, right. We work. And also like, that kind of thing. if, cause think, cause like, yeah, the dynamic completely changes. You was cool with this person and everything else like that. Now, if you, and now you're in charge of this person. So now you feel like we still cool, but now other people, why is she always hanging out with this person? And just say, hypothetically, maybe this person is a great worker and they get like a, award or something they only got an award because you know she cool with the boss and things like that so yeah you have to change how you approach stuff it's right. like politics chad was talking about yeah 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 it's it's that's a lot so check on me in like a month <laughs> <laughs> does she still have hair <laughs> if i'm crying in a corner somewhere right um so Matt, you have watched a foreign film lately, recently? Yes. Um I'd love to say a Finn film, but I don't know if that's how you call it. A film, a film from Finland. Okay. It, that might be right. um it's um it's called Sisu. And quick synopsis during the last days of World War II, a solitary prospector crosses paths with Nazis on a scorched earth retreat in northern Finland. When the soldiers decide to steal his gold, they quickly discover they just tangled with no ordinary miner. Now, this movie is great. Um, it's an old school John Wick equalizer. You tangled with the wrong man and you did something that you, you shouldn't have done and he's out for blood type of thing. Uh, one of the... Uh, reviews or whatever like you see on the trailers it was like the most fun you can have in a theater of watching nazis be killed uh <laughs> but no it's it's great it's bloody it's gory as far as the killing it's great and then there's one line in here which i loved was uh one of the nazis are talking to one of the hostages and how this guy keeps coming back after they thought he killed him and then they were like do you believe he's Im immortal and she was like, no, he just refuses to die. <laughs> and all and it's it's a great movie. So you should definitely check it out. Um acting. Well, the main guy, Jorma, 
Tamiya. I prep no. I messed that all up. So just the cast of this movie was great. Uh, his name is Atami Corpy. That's the main guy. He was great in this movie. Um, definitely check it out if you like some good old shoot 'em up, bang bang, revenge type stuff. And yeah, it'll skip on the blood and the gore. Okay. And it's in uh, it's all in German, Finnish. Oh no, it was it was in English all the way through until this one part where it was uh they spoke in Finn, Finn, Finland language. That's I don't that, know the what that's it's that's called. That's Finnish. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It, at the very end, like for about two minutes, they speak in that, but the all the other parts of the movie was in English. Okay. Mm. Interesting. Um uh, sorry. So on my when we was decided to do the movie Long Kiss Goodnight, and I was like, I, I wanted to look up Gina Davis. I was like, I wonder what kind of stuff she's been into. I haven't seen her in no things lately. And then as I was going through it, they said that she was in um, a movie that was a box office bomb. Mm-hmm. Um, so then Wikipedia had a link for box office bombs. So then, of course, I was like, let me go see this link, these, this list. And a lot of these movies or movies that we reviewed on this podcast, it's some that you wouldn't even think that were box office bombs. I'm so I want to throw out a so I want to throw out a couple here. So of course you got your obvious ones like The Adventures of Pluto Nash with Eddie Murphy and things. So, so of course you know that one. But then Ali with Will Smith. They that, that was bomb? a box office bomb. As far as they, they base it off the money they make or whatever and how much it costs to make it. So that's considered a box office bomb. Yeah. Yeah, so um, Black Adam, <laughs> uh, Blade Runner twenty twenty four. Yeah, we we talk about that often about how it's a beautiful movie. It costs so much money. That movie is the reason why they wouldn't let him film both Dune movies back to back. And then the movie she was in, Gina Davis, was Cutthroat Island. I know mm-hmm. nothing about this movie, but um, maybe later on. If we decide to just watch a horrible movie, we can watch that. But it might not uh, be horrible. Though. You might think it's good. Right. Uh, right. So that's something that uh, we can throw on to something another time. The Chronicles of Riddick. I like that one. I like oh, that was one. That, the, that was the second one? It was the... Yes, second one. Pitch okay. Black was the first one. Okay. Um, Do Little. 2020 oh yeah um fantastic four which one right (laughs) uh green lantern yeah um jack frost jungle cruise that i don't i don't i don't feel like that should count because that came out at the same time on streaming yeah, so they have a different category thing, a little mark that lets you know which ones came out on streaming. Where, because uh, Matrix, the newest Matrix was on, uh, yeah, yeah, was streaming. So those are the ones that are on streaming. Yeah, um, and there was a couple more I wanted to say. Uh, Lightyear, um, mm, yeah, it was the, not good. And then Mulan, the live action one streaming yeah and but like r.i.p.d i like r.i.p.d 
with yeah. um uh, too. Ryan, Ryan Reynolds and yeah. uh Jeff Bridges, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I thought they were making yeah. another one. They yeah, they did. The second one's out. It's on Netflix. It's direct to oh. video and it's a prequel. Oh. Okay. So then yeah, Space Jam, a new legacy, the Suicide Squad, Transformer the Last Night, Turning Red, Wonder Woman 1984. Wait, wait, wait. Turning Red didn't get a theatrical run. How can that be counted as a bomb? Because they're they're that's the ones are based off streaming. But it, all it had was streaming. Like I get like uh when you said Mulan, because that came out in the theater and streaming at the same time. So like it made some money, but like if a movie goes straight to streaming, it it nothing comes in. So how can you count that as a bomb? Number of streams, that not how it works. They don't release that though. Like that movie oh. Red Notice with The Rock and Ryan Reynolds. That movie only came out on streaming. You can't say if it was a bomb or a success because it made no money. Yeah. And that's not on even on here. So maybe since you could put anything on Wikipedia, the people didn't like uh, <laughs> turning red, put it on there. Mm. But yes, like that is it. Um, we, we're, we're moving down through this pretty quickly. So I was wondering if I was going to throw this up here. So do you guys believe that there should be dress codes for certain appointments? I know like there's dress codes for like restaurants and like bars and clubs and things like that. So uh, do you think there should be restaurants? I mean, dress codes for other things. The, the thing that sparked this up on the internet and the lady post, she said at my dentist's office, uh, they put up a notice that said no bonnets, no house shoes, no pajama bottoms. Uh, we will be happy to reschedule your appointment. So there was a whole thing about that should a dentist's office should uh, be uh, having a dress code. I don't like how racially slanted that is. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I don't know if the dentist. I mean, it feels where, like where, where are this at. It feels like if they specifically listed specifically a bonnet, they're white people. So the 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 people on Twitter, it's kind of split. Like a lot of people are for it and a lot of people are against it. It was like that before. Remember when that whole Monique came out and she was talking about wearing the bonnets, like just going to the grocery store. Yeah, she was right. Monique was saying, too. "No, don't do that." It's usually pretty split. Like, well, so, okay. What, what is? What are you all's personal opinions, though? So about that specifically, not like white people dictating how black people should dress. But like specifically, do you agree or not agree that bonnets and sleeping clothes are okay to go out and about in? I don't agree with it. I was gonna say, and you know, I think it depends maybe how you were raised and you see what my mom just said. So I've never done it. So yeah, I wouldn't agree with it either. No, that's for that's for your bedroom, your house. That's that's the bed clothes. You wear your bed clothes outside. So for bon for bonnets, I stay out of women's business, and that don't I don't care about that. But pajamas, like for me, if you go into the store, or the grocery store, I don't care. There's times where I'm like, ah, oh, damn, I need some ketchup, and I just whatever stuff I wear, like if it's if I'm wearing a tank top, I might just throw in a white tee and go with some Crocs and keep it moving. 
Now, for this specific situation, I am not going to the I'm not going to the dentist like that. Right. Even if even if my tooth I ate an apple and my tooth broke, I am not going to the dentist office like that. Well, let's adjust for a sec. Let's replace bonnet with a do rag. No, I wouldn't. (laughs) I mean, to the grocery store, yeah, yeah. To the grocery store, yeah. But I'm like, if I'm going to the dentist, I am not going to the dentist office like that. Uh, No, I agree because it's like, if you are in your pajamas, that that tells me you haven't showered, you haven't bathed. And like, I get that sometimes people will throw on a pair of jeans and go to the store. But can we have the illusion that we are hygienic? Can we have the illusion? Mm -hmm. Right. I guess to play devil's advocate, couldn't someone be like, I'm paying for this dentist. Like, I wear what I want to wear. I mean, but also there's the no, there's also the no shoes, no service, you Mm -hmm. know? So like, yes, you are giving me money, but I can choose how I would like to be, you know, how I like to get that money. How you're, you know, what's allowed in your particular business, I guess. Right. Those are my rules. Like, I'm not going to allow you to come in my establishment and disrespect me. Right. All right. You're not going to the dentist's office with no shirt on because it's hot outside. Yeah, that. Yeah. No shoes, no shirt, no service. That's it. Right. So, I mean, it's. um, Yeah. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of it. Like, I get like for me personally, I'm like, if you can't see me. I'll I'll wear my pajamas. Like if I'm gonna do drive through or something, and I'm in my, my pajamas now, hop in the car, get drive through, and come back home. Sure, you know you can't see me for real, for real. Uh-huh. But like I'm getting out the car, I'm in my slippers. You know, it's just nah, dog. It's it's not becoming. We can be better than this. That is correct. Uh, your daughter had what us? I was thinking like and you know, 15 years or whatever, if she's out in these streets with a, a bonnet or something, you're going to be like, put some, take that off before you leave the house. Are you going to be like, these kids are kids, just let her do whatever she wants to do? No, he's going to say, take that off your head. <laughs> I am. So the, the thing is, with the, uh, so uh, what, what? You know, that's the thing, right? Like, don't you see clips on Instagram of like kids and high schools and stuff? And they, be wearing pajamas and bonnets like to school. I just saw a video of this where the, the day was uh, teachers dress up as kids. So they was wearing like, basically, it looks like these kids roll out of bed because all the teachers had all was slides, pajama pads, hoodies, blankets, and then like, a couple of them had bonnets on. Yeah. Right. Like, I think that's pretty standard. What what pictures of a bonnet have you seen my daughter in? Matthew. Don't, mm-hmm. Whatever one you sent me or the one you posted. Your daughter wears a bonnet already? Yeah. Yeah, she's got... You tell her. She, she, she's got black people here. Now, tell my mom. Because <laughs> she... We talk about all this bonnet talk, but... She doesn't even wear a bonnet. She I don't wear a bonnet. Okay, let, let, her, let her live. No, no, no. Listen to why. Because she has to sleep cute. She, I play, I play oh, husband. oh, that's that. That's that old school right there. Right. Yeah, we what, what was that? What is that? Pretty. 
remember that but Friday, Craig's sister, Craig's yep. sister was we sleeping like pretty. this. Yep. Yeah, we sleep pretty. We don't be wearing no body. I'm sorry. Um. Yeah. So I don't really. I take pictures of my daughter all the time, but I don't really send out a lot of pictures of her in a bonnet. And if I do, it's very specific people. So I'm like, when did I send that to you? Don't be <laughs> like, ambitious. Oh, you know, send, don't be showing that picture, Matthew. Sending that baby out the pictures out the bonnet up. Why? Why would I? Why? Who am I be sending this to? Right. Hey, right. Look at look look at Chad's daughter. Right. <laughs> who am I sending this to? <laughs> Nah, it's it's a very small pool. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's just like it's a very small pool of people. So like black people, and so it's like and then specific <laughs> specific ones at that. Yeah. So I'm like I don't remember, and I've rarely sent Matt pictures of my daughter. He he'll see them online, but I wouldn't That's post. Why them I always them. laugh at what I hear about people sleeping with a bonnet because I don't own a bonnet. <laughs> That's why, I mean, her hair that's why her hair don't be lasting. She has to get her hair done all the time. Damn, why have, you putting her business out like that? Hair, I don't have that kind of hair, though, either. <laughs> what are you saying? Right. <laughs> what are we doing? Um. So pushing forward, I got that new Zelda game, and it took me back to the days of the last one where, you know, Matt and I were playing at the same time when we worked together. And we would tell each other, it felt like, um, you know, like in the, like the nineties or whatever, uh, where you'd be playing a video game and you'd be telling your friends in the lunchroom about it. And, you know, we didn't have the internet then. And it's like, oh, I did that. I went to here and did this, that, and the other. And I'm playing the exact same game. And I don't even know what he's talking about. And he's like, oh, if you look on the map and go here, you can get this. And I'm telling him about that stuff. Like we would just have such conversations about, our different experiences in the same game. And so I'm back in this one and, you know, it's a new game. So like, you don't have as much health. And so like, I'm just traveling the land and trying to reacquaint myself with this world and I'm dying a lot, mm-hmm. but I'm having a lot of fun. Yes. My, like, I know what's coming out and everything, but I just didn't have no uh, interest to play, but my son, cause once I got done playing the last one, I passed it off to my son and he'd been playing and enjoying it. So when this one came out, he'd been saying he really wanted. But yesterday I watched gameplay footage of a person on YouTube playing it. And it brought me back into my uh, video game feels. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm watching this. And I'm like, yeah, I think I'm about to go get this game, too. Good. So slow down so I can catch up once I get it. (laughs) And we can be on the same pace. We're about to have (laughs) Zelda corner on the show. Right. (laughs) Um, All right. So we kind of breezed through stuff this week, but it's nothing wrong with that. Maybe we'll have a nice and healthy and lengthy conversation of the long kiss goodnight. What if you couldn't remember your real name, your first kiss, or your last goodbye? I don't remember. Honey, you have an ETA on that carrot? Stow it. And then suddenly... I used to do this. I'm a chef. Yahoo! Without warning. Give me something else. Celery. All your memories. Name's Charlie. I'm coming back. Came flooding back to you. Isn't Charlie? Long time. One bullet at a time. Samantha Kane lives in a small town with her daughter. Eight years ago, she emerged two months pregnant from a nearby river with no memory of her past or who she is. 
However, she's getting closer to finding out about her past. So I'd like to ask everyone here, uh, we've all seen this movie before, right? Mm-hmm. So Correct. what before you did your rewatch, you know, this week, what were your memories of this movie? Like memories surrounding it, memories of the plot or whatever. Mama, you go first because we're gonna ride off your back on this one. We are. Do you not? Are, are you are you riding on on fumes here, man? No, no, no. I'm saying because we watched this as a kid and everything because this was her favorite movie. Okay. Uh, mine was uh, Samuel Jackson. Those little things, those little sayings they were saying all the time, and how. How dirty he always looked. He looked so dirty in and out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, him, those little things he was saying all the time. And uh, and once she switched to her real self, I thought she was badass. Yeah. I'm glad you said that, Matthew, because I remember watching this as a kid. And and I so my memory of what Chad answered his questions like I thought it was a, this awesome movie, but maybe it's because my you know it was her favorite movie like you said like I probably watched it before I was old enough to watch it. and I just remember what I remember the most prior to the rewatch was like the scene where she's tied to that that oh that wheel the wheel and she goes under and then the knife the scene in the kitchen with the knife. Mm-hmm. She's chopping all that stuff and then she throws it and they're all shocked. And she's like, chefs do that. Like I remember that. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the same boat. Um, I remember um I I remember like the wheelbarrow, the the uh the knife throwing. Um I don't I don't remember thinking as a comedy before when I was a kid. It was more just action. Like I, I appreciate the, the comedy now, like the stuff like Mama said with Samuel Jackson and things like that. But as a kid, I don't remember it being a comedy and laughing at this stuff. Okay. Um. So yeah, I remember seeing it maybe in the nineties, and I remember the uh the kitchen scene with the cutting of vegetables and stuff. And um, for whatever reason, I thought this movie took place in one night. Because the long kiss good night. I don't know why I correlated that to like, oh, this all takes place over one night, but it didn't after rewatching this. <laughs> <laughs> but all right. Um, what were you all's thoughts on this movie? Um, now that we have revisited it, you know, your positives and your negatives. I still like it a whole lot. Um, except when I watched it again, I, I was like. Yeah, Samuel can't say those things he was saying at the very beginning <laughs> of the movie, all those body part things he was saying. And it, it, it was it was made in a different time. Right. And now that smoking they was doing, they definitely couldn't be doing that. But I still liked it. Still liked it a whole lot. I still mm-hmm. laughed out loud. And uh, yeah, I thought she, I still think she did really good in it. Okay. Yeah, just like you said, when he was like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> He he was like, uh, it's gonna be you gonna be Matt. You, right, you can't. You're about I can't, to get canceled. You about to get canceled? <laughs> <laughs> the the C yeah the very the C where you copied. He was like, if you don't like that type of stuff it, that happens in jail, 
I will pay somebody to do that to you for five years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I agree. Um, one thing I didn't like is I didn't like how he kept calling her a bitch at the end. <laughs> but yeah. he was doing it in a turn. Like, ter- yeah, I didn't like that part. But like it's- stuff like that. But go ahead. No, I'm disagreeing with you. Uh, um, but yeah, I think um, it still holds up. Um, but one thing that caught my attention was when they were shooting at the, I guess, like train station type of thing they were at or whatever, where they where she first meets up w- with the uh, guy mm-hmm. and they were shooting all over. Yeah, they can't shoot. And I was like, yeah. and like the yeah. way they was going, I was like, yeah, you didn't hit nobody. Trained, you got yeah, highly <laughs> trained agents. Right, like you hit everybody but them, right. <laughs> and then I was thinking, like, this is a different time because, like, uh, some people weren't getting down, some people were just hugged up, standing up against the wall. And I was like, Yeah, I'm not used to never mind. No. I was gonna say, Yeah, I'm not used to bad shooting. <laughs> oh my god, man, <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> what but are you saying, like, sir? <laughs> it's oh, being a different time now. We we had a different time now. Laura brought up something too that I re- I remember this stood out to me back then was when remember when they uh were at that uh farm and it was she like was right at, after the yeah she goes under and she's like where's Samuel L. Jackson's character and yes. she finds them in the basement naked like cowering, um, crying cowering. I was like why did he need to be naked like he could have just been tortured tied to a chair or something. Yeah, I didn't like that back then, and I didn't like it this time. I will say that this movie, to me, it feels like there were scenes filmed, but they cut them out of the movie because, like, things something would happen, and then we would skip over like an explanation of something and just keep going into the movie, like that, like that scene specifically, mm-hmm. where like they find she finds some like naked, covered in like blood and stuff, and I'm like. I feel like how did some, that happen? something's missing. Right, yeah. How did just like at just, I be naked and in, in down there. That was just, just like at the. At, the oh, go ahead, man. No, go ahead. That was my thing with a lot of the movie. Like watching it now, like I didn't think it was. It's okay, but I didn't think it as great as I remembered growing up. Like mm-hmm. stuff just happened. I'm like, how does that make sense in the story? Like it was a lot of like. A lot of quick changes maybe that's the nature of the whole amnesia and her just developing and like something triggered her memory but like I remember watching this like she goes from this like and maybe that's part of the story like you know she was carrying mom one second and then a second later she's like I guess that's when Charlie kicks over in her mind where she's like get up and then you know her daughter ends up spraying in her ink or her wrist or whatever so I don't know like it just see watching it now I felt like there was some jump my, throughout the movie that like, you're just expected to follow and not question. In my mind, the thing that triggered that part was the, the car accident. accident. Yeah, yeah, because she was she was a mother then, but then once she got hit and she got threw out the window, that's what triggered Charlie coming back in and out. No, I agree, but out. like, okay. but on the same vein of like, um, when she was, you know, telling her daughter to get up and keep skating, like she, you know, she was like being aggressive and like, you know, you're gonna get up and you skate, and then the very next scene is her in bed with the cast on, and then after that, the um, 
the boyfriend, husband, whatever he is, he goes and talks to her in the treehouse and she's crying. And I'm like, what happened? And I had to rewind the movie. And I'm like, oh, she hurt her arm on the ice. And I'm like, I feel like a scene is missing. Yeah, that's what I was. I felt like. That. Well, she 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 explained it. She said uh, when she fell, the girl said my wrist hurt. And that's when she said, get up. And then when the next scene, she was like, her wrist she said her wrist hurt she didn't know it was a fracture and she's like right. i don't even remember what i said to her no i i, I get that i get that but i'm just like but it could have been a little more it, it seemed weird to like cut to the girl sleeping and we're looking at her sleeping and there's a cast there maybe she would have cut to the hospital or something like or her moving around with it or something but like to just like because i'm like why am i looking at her sleeping i don't i don't care and then i didn't notice the cast until i rewound the movie Mm -hmm. but the other thing i noticed was uh the plot hole of the guy with the eye he sees her in prison and that automatically is out now at her house we're not going to explain what happened there they just said they said he escaped they said he broke out that was like on a phone call no, there were a See, lot I of just... things set up that they could have tightened up. Yeah, it was like Chad said mm-hmm. that they made a movie, but then to make it work, they cut out a bunch of stuff. They're right. like, oh, wait, we got to explain how he got out of jail. Let's put the Timothy character on the phone and mention. Yeah, and then, the, and then there were a lot of lines where like they were saying things, but their but their head, the back of their head was to the camera, so you couldn't hear them say it. So like they had to go back in and add it. So like they were probably trying to get the movie down to a certain time. Maybe oh, I don't. I don't know. Another thing I'm on my notes long was movie for so, back then, right? It's two hours long. Yeah. Samuel Jackson was getting his ass whooped throughout this movie. Yeah, he was. <laughs> right? That's I was, what I said. Steve I was, had never <laughs> seen this, and I was. He's like, "What's happened?" I'm like, "That happens all through the movie." Yeah. I was. That's why he looks so dirty and bloody all the time. <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't used to like Sam Jackson getting like just messed up in a movie. I'm like, they did him worse in this movie than in um, Die Hard 3. And he was a regular person in Die Hard 3, but you know. Right, right, right. Yeah, he was every scene, he was getting worked over. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, like I agree with you guys. Like, this is a very 90s movie. Like, for the way the dialogue goes, like how, like, how like just how they just talking about women and stuff i'm like what is happening crash the car like when the girl was running by like when he's in the first scene with her oh yeah 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 (laughs) it's like it was a very yeah i guess that maybe that's how it was i don't know but i did laugh at the the very very last scene is when he was when he was interviewed by uh larry king and he was like yeah i'm frank and earnest to these women I'm Frank in Chicago. I'm Ernest in New York. <laughs> I just, I legit laughed out loud when he said that. that. Was funny. I forgot that was, that was in there. I forgot that was in there. <laughs> um, I, I did like how um, her relationship with her partner, like the, mm-hmm. um, because I, I don't know if that was her husband or her boyfriend. I, I was, I'm genuinely not sure what was happening there. But they uh, said they never said. Right. They they could probably cut that out, <laughs> but uh, I liked I liked their little family dynamic. That was kind of cute. It felt sort of real. Um, and man, so this movie came out in 1996, and they like, all right, we're gonna do a terrorist attack and blame it on the Middle East. I was like, what? Oh, that, 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 what? That's what I said. I was like, I was like, oh, they ahead of their time on this one. <laughs> <laughs> 
but uh also i really like how cold um charlie was right like yeah. and like just like efficient she was like you could really see like when she was an agent she got the job done mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and then i really like uh, speaking like of jenna davis like, like i Okay. Oh no, I'm about to say that nonsense. I was like, as a kid, I didn't think so, but now as I'm watching, Gina Davis looked good. Yeah, and what was all that stuff about like, oh, you got kind of frumpy? And then they had that scene where uh she's like wearing next to nothing in the or she was in the shower actually. And I'm like, she's not frumpy. What are you talking about? Right. I know they act like right. long she just had to cut her hair. Once she cut her hair, she wasn't frumpy anymore. I mean, they did like dress her up in like clothes that were a little too big when she was uh whatever Samantha. Was yeah well she was Samantha but yeah but all right um so that shower scene you see how the shower curtain was open like, yeah like, yeah this this always <laughs> shower but you leave the curtain open so. this movie was very <laughs> horny okay mm-hmm. <laughs> so it got me thinking as I was watching this like if they were like okay we're gonna remake this movie we, we aren't gonna do any of this legacy sequel business like obviously we'll find a place for Jana Davis but like if we were gonna remake this in, into a new movie not a TV show where we don't need to stretch this crap out to like eight episodes if we were going to recast this movie it, with today's actors who will we pick and I, just, and I threw the monkey wrench in here of no comic book actors because Scarlett Johansson obviously could play this role blindfolded with one arm behind her back. You specifically said no MCU. I just want to stress that. Yes, MCU. Um, because we have a you have a bigger pool uh, to exclude with the MCU. Like, yeah, if you want to pick you want to pick a DC person, knock yourself out. <laughs> but um, I mean, MCU was hard enough because yeah, that was tough. I mean, think of just like Black Panther by itself. I was trying to think of all these like yeah, it's hard to something hard to replace Samuel L. Jackson. I mean, you you're not gonna have him come back in the remake. This isn't I mean, Lion King remake. Find somebody to, to fix but him. this was a very like Samuel L. Jackson where he like is like himself, right? So you know where he plays that classic Samuel L. Jackson guy. So I'm like, who can do that? So that was the toughest part. So, so I came up with I came well, up with no, multiple well, no, people. No, 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 hold up, hold up. I, no, hold I, up. I, I'm not gonna I, give you my I, list. I, I have visuals. I was gonna say you got a visual aid here. This is yeah. My, so I, unless you made a PowerPoint, Matt, you go first. <laughs> okay. All right. My bad. See my sand. Yeah. So all right. So YouTube people, you can see this. Um, audio people follow along. So for the Gina Davis role. Um, the way I looked at this was like at the time, Gina Davis only had one action-y type movie and it was Cutthroat Island and it ha- it came out right before this movie. But before that, she was mostly doing dramas and stuff like The League of Their Own and whatnot, right? So I thought about somebody that really hasn't done drama, sorry, that really hasn't done action yet. And I went with Ariana DeBose. She's from um, West Side Story. That's probably her biggest role. She won an Oscar for it. And she's on the come up. So obviously we're going to change some races around here. All right. Like, so that's what I was going to say. So I know kept, that was an option. I, I made a list of keeping the races the same. Then I made another list where it's a free for all. It's a 2023 movie. And that's what I, when I mixed the races and everything else like that. Well, I didn't go too crazy. I only, 
I only flipped the races for Gina, but the other two, the other two men are, are white. So I, I made Sam Jackson white. So we got Sam Jackson in the role. And I want Josh Peck. And the reason I went with him is because not going off of the Sam Jackson of it, but going off of what the character is. And he's like an everyman, kind of sleazy, right? And I could see a Josh Peck being a little sleazy everyman. I could see Josh Peck getting beat up and shot up in the movie. And also, this isn't that's not really a role that he's taken so far. And lastly, the boyfriend, um, Timothy, I went with Scott Eastwood. He's got that whole pretty boy kind of a jerk situation yeah. going on here. And I could see you know, he's somebody that could that could pull our new Samantha, Charlie. So that's my list. I'm going with Christina Kendrick. Oh, okay. From Mad Men. You should Google it, Chad, so we can see the picture. Okay. Christina, who? Hendrick. She was on Mad Men. She's she's uh, lady. You know that lady we like. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. I got it on screen. You just picked up the red hair. No, I just thought I thought about her in that little show we watch on. uh, Good girl. And uh. Gina and Georgia. She, she's, oh. she's on. She's she on Regina is? and Georgia. Uh huh. Um, Taking your word so. for it, Laura. Don't um, challenge. Keep going. And then for uh, Samuel, I went with. Uh, I couldn't think. I went with John David Washington. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 I was thinking of him. I figured he could get beat up and stuff. <laughs> wow, what? That's he weird. might be slick. Slick talking. And for um, the boyfriend, I went with Scott Foley. Oh, when the last time he got some work? Well, yes, yeah, so I figured he'd be doing, but he could be slick. <laughs> I figured he'd be good at being slick. Uh, oh, that's his name? Yeah. I, I find oh. it funny that they've got a picture of him <laughs> when he was married to Jennifer Garner. Yeah. You know how old this picture is? What are they doing? <laughs> I just seen him in something. That's what Remember, made me think I- of him. He's on the only thing I remember him from. What'd you say, Laura? I, huh? Scandal. Oh, yeah. 2000. And I just seen him in some little B Netflix show. So I thought he'd be good. Okay. Well, he was a bad guy. So that was made me think of him. Well, let me go next because Matthew has multiple mixed people. up races and matching races. <laughs> Matt, you would have picked one of those lists. You would have merged them. <laughs> All right, Laura, who you got? Who's Jenna Davis? So I was thinking either Margot Robbie, because I didn't, you know, I was thinking like the action, like some I wasn't thinking your thing where you think some I didn't know that was her first action role. Or if we were going younger, I thought maybe Sophie Turner. Well, you don't want to go to, I don't know. Uh, let's see how old Sophie Turner is, because you want somebody that believably has like an almost 10 year old. Oh, yeah. Who are these people? Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I know. No, I know that. I'm talking about he topped in Sophie. I don't know who that first person was, but yeah, I know I've seen this person in things. Yeah, she was like, know who Sophie Richie is. That's Lionel Richie's daughter. No, no. Oh, I didn't know that. What, what about Margot? The other old one? enough. 
He's 27. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't thinking about the kid. I like Margaret Robbie better. She's done some action type stuff, but I didn't think she'd done anything close to that. She looked like somebody that can flip a switch. Yeah, <laughs> look, I was like, oh, yeah. Guy. Yeah, she would definitely be able to do Yeah, Harley, Harley Quinn. Yeah, yeah. Harley Quinn. So I she thought she would be good, be able to do it. especially in my limits to non-MCU people. And then, I don't know if you guys will know who this guy is, Cill- Cillian Murphy. For oh, yeah, he's a uh, scarecrow. Yeah, and he's in, well, I watch Pinky Blinders. He's like the main. Oh, yeah. I thought he could but be Samuel? a for no no for the for the boyfriend Timothy, and Timothy. bad guy because I He's put awesome. someone who has that like you would believe as a bad guy yeah mm-hmm. and then Samuel Jackson was hard I think I went with Lakeith Stanford like I said his name weird but you know Stanfield yeah Lakeith Stanfield yeah not a bad oh, pick yeah. yeah not a bad pick at all mm-hmm. all right Matt what is your combined list looking like? All right. So for Mitch Samuel Jackson, I got Marlon Wayans. Oh, trying to get trying to get old Marlon a bone, I huh? About, I, I thought about, about him too, but I thought he was too be too funny. Well, yeah, no, I, I think I he could because he, he the other part. Yeah, I thought about that too. Because I just he, he was just an air, and I feel like he. He he can he can play serious stuff and he can curse and do things like that. So, um, and because like there was younger ones, so I thought about Donald Glover, but then I was like, nah, because I I need somebody who you know could be in a police officer, went to jail, come back out. So I go with uh, Marlon Wayans. Now for Timothy, I came up with James Franco. No, I'm canceling. I'm I'm xing that right now. <laughs> no, why is that? Type in the name. He's canceled. Why not? He he, wow. he he targets underage girls, bro. Like he hasn't worked in a while for a reason. You told me to come up with a list. I came up with a list. I mean, you might as well pick Ezra Miller. No, who's from the other list? That's a special list. Uh, for uh, and then for uh, Gina Davis, I got Amy Adams. Okay, okay, I can. Okay, okay. Goes with what Chad said, hasn't really done action. Right. And that's where, yeah. That was my thought to where somebody who's old enough, where who I know can act but hasn't done action, where it'll be something new and exciting for us as fans who watch her. And then my other one I thought it was, my other one I thought it was Alicia Silverstone. Uh, Wow. Wow. For what reason? Just because I haven't seen her in anything lately and I haven't seen her do any action. You she was in Batman. What are you talking about? No, no, that's that's Anne Hathaway. No, the no, original no, Batman. no, sir. No, sir. Oh, she was in oh, Batman and I, Robin. Oh, well, I don't count that. That was years ago. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah. But my uh my my mixed race was, was of course, uh Ali Wong. <laughs> I thought about that too, but then I'm like, um, I thought about that too. I thought about that too. And then my my uh, Samuel Jackson one. I know you said nobody from MCU, but 
you don't see his face, Bradley Cooper. (laughs) (laughs) And then my Timothy, it's our new shining star, Pedro Pascal. That's funny. That is funny. I can kind of see it. So, because I'm like with um, Ali Wong, Pedro, I, with like that would be like the typical Hollywood 2023. You get all these famous people, you know, when things like the new hot people right now, and yeah, you can run off and do some things. That's a good, that, that's pretty good cast. All right, I, I can stop sharing my screen now, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, let's hop on over to trivia. Um. What do y'all think the Rotten Tomatoes is on this movie? 80. 90. 84. So let's do this again. Um, don't go above 70%. Ooh. Wow. 62. Uh, you said don't 55? go above don't go above 70. Did you say 65, Matt? 55. 55. Okay. 65. 68% with a 70% audience score. Oh, they tripping. It's better. Nah, it's around 70, I say. Yeah. Uh, 75-ish. Um, so this week's trivia question. Uh, Yvonne Zimmer, Zimmer, Yvonne Zimmer, who plays Charlie's daughter Caitlin, would work with writer Shane Black again nearly 20 years later in minor roles on the following films, except A, Iron Man 3, B, The Nice Guys, or C, The Predator. And this is movies written by Shane Black, who wrote this movie. Which one was she not in? And it's minor roles. Predator. Iron Man. That's what I was going to say. Iron Man. Matt has it. She was not in the Predator. She played Miss. She played Miss Elk Ridge in Iron Man Three, and in the Nice Guys, she played young porn queen. She played minor (laughs) roles in those movies. And I know that because after the movie, I I meant to mention this earlier. I liked how the daughter wasn't like extra, like crying and yelling and yeah. screaming throughout the movie. She kind of like just been there. Uh, I liked that. And then I was like, I wonder if she's been in things since then. Oh. And then like I went down and I couldn't find her or nothing. And then I was like, she was in Iron Man three. And I looked it up and I saw that she was that part. I was like, oh damn, <laughs> she she hasn't well, been in other. Because you see, like. She, she seems like, you know, you get like a not not as big of a star as like somebody like Macaulay Culkin, but like her face and everything. You figure yeah. like she would have been in more stuff after this. It's like, um, you know, in True Lies, the daughter of True Lies, uh, she was she ended up to grow up to be um, uh, Faith on Buffy and stuff right. like that. Like she mm-hmm. had a career. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Right, right. But uh, you're about to say something, Laura. Oh yeah, when we were picking our new cast, I when I was looking at the movie, I saw that, you know, obviously she's an adult. I'm like, could she play the role? You know how they like to do that sometimes? Like, 
But then if I'm, she would have did more with her career, that's me. Yeah, that's if she was more wondering. famous. <laughs> I, I saw that, her as an adult. That's not me too. <laughs> I saw the I saw her as an adult, and I'm like, I have no idea who this woman is. So right, right. I mean, if we want to make a direct to video movie, sure. <laughs> right. Sorry, direct to streaming. Um, so Gina Davis and then husband Rennie Harlan, who directed this movie, checked how long she could hold her breath in their bathtub to prepare for the water torture scene. Uh, oh, that reminds me. So, like at the near the end when they were on the uh, the bridge and um, the daughter was yelling at her mom, like a callback to earlier on the ice. It gave me vibes of the abyss, uh, which I'm going to make you guys watch this two minute scene after we stop recording, where it is. Um, I can't even think of this man's name, but uh, he he's a, he's a famous actor. I can't think of his name, but like he's like yelling at his um, in the movie is his ex wife, and she's like almost drowned, and like he's just pleading for her to wake up, and like he just can't get her up because like she's clearly drowned. Uh, Ed Harris. Ed, and, Ed Harris. Yeah, yeah, and it's like a really powerful scene, which I will make you all watch after this. Um, in the first draft of the script, the name Sam Kane is not an alias used by Charlie Baltimore as it is in the finished film, but was instead a creation of her mind as an anagram of amnesiac. Mm. That, that doesn't mm. mean, yeah, 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 because yeah. it's yeah. So I was like, ooh, look at you being a writer's writer. um all throughout like this is me talking like when they kept saying her name it made me think of this person so i'm glad that this was trivia female rapper and murder inc recording artist tiffany lane uses the name charlie baltimore as her yeah as her moniker uh which one came first that's when steve walked by when i was re-watching he's like uh charlie baltimore he's like i'm pretty sure um the movie came first i'll double check it i wonder do you think she got her name from the movie she's 48 years old born in 74 oh no it says years active 95 to present so no she was she came first uh no well according to the wikipedia her stage name is taken from Gina's davis character in a long kiss Goodnight. oh so she came out as something else in 1995 because it says she's been in the um, same movie. in the same since 1995. When's the when movie? the movie come out? 96. Oh well, like oh, like we found out earlier. Yeah, <laughs> Wikipedia. Who knows? Who knows who wrote that? All right, last bit of trivia. In the first draft of the screenplay, Mitch Samuel L. Jackson dies of his bullet wounds. Test audiences liked his character and performance so much that the ending was reshot letting him live to save the day and redeem himself. The line, that's right, you can't kill me, motherfuckers, was in reference to the original ending. Oh. Now I wonder how would they have ended the movie if he would have died there and then save him at the end. Um, I guess she would have just got the strength to just kill that man on the helicopter and then they would have just... Right. There might have been a car, car already on a bridge. So after she did her kill them, daughter says, "Get up!" and they get in the car and drive away. Yeah, what's what's the car drivable that they had the frozen terrorist in? He was. Yeah, in that's the car, car he used. Yeah, that's yeah. what car he used. 
Okay, then she would have found a way to get that probably. Yeah. But all right, that takes us to the end of the show. And I'd like to thank you ladies for coming on and chit-chatting with us. You're welcome. No problem. Um, you guys have any final words before we close out? Uh, Matthew, we miss you. We're glad when you come back home. Uh, I miss you too. I was just going to say, like always, I have nothing to plug. All right. You don't miss me? No, she doesn't. Yeah, that, that too. Well, thank you sure. so much for listening. Please rate, like, and review our podcast on your platform of choice. If you have any feedback, please email us at we used to talk pod at gmail.com. Like our Facebook page, we used to talk about this at work. Why do we still have a Facebook, Matt? You don't do anything with it. Yeah, delete that. Yeah. And I don't ever play it on to anything I play. I don't have access. I don't have access to the Facebook. You would have to delete it. Okay. Yeah. And we can get this off here. Yeah. Uh, if we promote anything, it's gonna promote on our our personal one. I thought it was gonna be a thing. I was totally mistaken. No offense to anyone here, but Facebook is for old people. <laughs> I don't have a Facebook. Follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at We Used to Talk Pod. Follow me at Letterbox at BOW1213, Matt at Mr. King0257, and come back next week when we not only review the 1992 version of White Man Can't Jump, but we also review the 2023 version. Two reviews in one episode. We hate those kind of episodes, but we're doing it for you. That's just more for me because, like, damn, man. In two days, we got a Little Mermaid episode. Wait, no, that hasn't happened yet. That will happen. I don't know. It's it's hard when I'm thinking about in the future, certain things that will happen that won't happen, that half, half happened. I don't know. Well, listen to our shows. We're really tired. Good night. And don't let Chad, all of Chad's work go in vain. Go check our YouTube, subscribe, and like. And like always, I don't know if this was a good episode. I don't know if it was a bad episode. But whatever you think about it, talk about it at work. Thank you for listening.